to the Indian Creek Baptist Church podcast. Thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact us. Our website is www.indiancreekbaptistchurch.org or our email address is info at indiancreekbaptistchurch.org. It is our sincere hope that through this podcast, God will speak to your heart and touch your life so that you may grow closer to him. So we're going to pick up in Judges chapter 9 and verse number 32, and uh, we're going to see this civil war begin. And uh, This is something that, unfortunately, for those of us in the United States and for many countries, uh, they know something about. But really, uh, brother fighting against brother and uh, kindred fighting against kindred uh, is where we are today. So Judges chapter 9 and verse number, we'll start in verse number 31. Sorry, we'll start at verse number 30. And when Zebul, the ruler of the city, heard the words of Gael, the son of Ebed, his anger was kindled. And he sent messengers unto Abimelech privately, saying, Behold, Gael, the son of Ebed, and his brethren be come to Shechem. And behold, they fortify the city against thee. Now, therefore, up by night, thou and the people that is with thee, and lie in wait in the field. And it shall be that in the morning, as soon as the sun is up, that thou shalt rise early and set up, set upon the city and behold, when he and the people that is with him come out against thee, then may, mayest thou do to them as thou shalt find occasion. And Abimelech rose up and all the people that were with him by night, and they laid wait against Shechem in four companies. And Gael, the son of Ebed, went out and stood in the entering of the gate of the city. And Abimelech rose up and the people that were with him from lying in wait. And when Gael saw the people, he said to Zebul, Behold, there come people down from the top of the mountains. And Zebul said unto him, Thou seest the shadow of the mountains as if they were men. And Gael spake again and said, See, there come people down by the middle of the land, and another company come along by the plain of Meonim. Then said Zebul unto him, Where is now thy mouth, wherewith thou saidest, Who is Abimelech, and what should that we should serve him? Is not this the people that thou hast despised? Go out, I pray now, and fight with them. And Gael went out before the men of Shechem and fought with Abimelech, and Abimelech chased them. And he fled before him, and many were overthrown and wounded, even in, unto the entering of the gate. And Abimelech dwelled at Arumah, and Zebul thrust out Gael and his brethren, that they should not dwell in Shechem. And it came to pass on the morrow that the people went out into the field, and they told Abimelech, and he took the people and divided them into three companies, and laid wait in the field, and looked, and behold, the people were come forth out of the city. And he arose up against them and smote them. And Abimelech and the company that was with him rushed forward and stood in the entering of the gate of the city, and the two other companies ran upon them, upon all the people that were in the fields, and slew them. And Abimelech fought against the city all that day, and he took the city and slew the people that was therein, and beat down the city, and sowed it with salt. And when all the men of the tower of Shechem heard that, they entered into an hold of the house of the god Beareth. And it was told Abimelech that all the men of the tower of Shechem were gathered together. And Abimelech got him up to Mount Zalman, he and all the people that were with him. And Abimelech took an axe in his hand and cut down a bough from the trees and took it and laid it on his shoulder and said unto the people that were with him, What ye have seen me do, make haste and do as I have, as I have done. And all the people likewise cut down every man his bow and followed Abimelech and put them to the hold and set the hold on fire upon upon them so that all the men of the tower of Shechem died also by about a thousand men and women. 
Then went Abimelech to Thebes, and encamped against Thebes, and took it. But there was a strong tower within the city, and thither fled all the men and women, all they of the city, and shut it to them, and gat them up to the top of the tower. And Abimelech came upon the tower, and fought against it, and went hard unto the door of the tower, to burn it with fire. And a certain woman cast a piece of a millstone upon Abimelech's head, and all to break his skull. Then he called hastily unto the young man his armor-bearer, and said unto him, Draw thy sword, and slay me, that men say not of me, a woman slew me. And his young man thrust him through, and he died. And when the men of Israel saw that Abimelech was dead, they departed every man unto his place. Thus God rendered the wickedness of Abimelech, which he did unto his father in slaying his seventy brethren. And all the evil of the men of Shechem did God render upon their heads, and upon the, them came the curse, the curse of Jotham, the son of Jerubbabel. Let's pray. Father God, again, we love you. We thank you for this glorious day, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to be here and to hear your truth. Lord, I pray that we would not just be hearers of your word, but that we would be doers also. I pray that as we look at these truths, as we see uh, the ways that the civil war began, and I pray that you would show us the way to avoid it. I pray that you would show us the way to uh, get along and to serve you uh, with one accord. So God, please guide and direct us today. We love you and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So again, getting caught up, Gael, the son of Ebed, had come and he was complaining against Abimelech and, and Zebul sent and uh, informed Abimelech. Uh, Zebul made a request. The first thing that I want to see, I want you to see is I want you to see Zebul's loyalty. Now, uh, loyalty is a great thing. Brother Grant is in his, his Navy uniform this morning as we look at, uh, this is also the Sunday after Veterans Day, and you, uh, I'm sure, had to pledge a low, a, a oath of loyalty when you entered the Navy uh, to the country, to the Navy, um, to prove, to show that you were going to serve them no matter what. Loyalty is, is something that... Uh, Unfortunately, today we often only find in dogs. <laughs> um, they, they are man's best friend, and it seems like they love us no matter what. But loyalty to the wrong things is a very bad thing. And Zebul shows great loyalty here as, as Abimelech has been made king, and, and he's going to serve that king. Unfortunately, that king is wicked and evil. But as Zebul overheard the words of Gael, the son of Ebed, he became angry and he sent unto Abimelech and, and informed him of what was going on. Now, now this wasn't just him tattling and saying, oh, somebody's, you know, somebody's making fun of you, somebody's hurting you. This was him seeing a genuine problem and wanting to solve it. And we know that it says that Zebul was the ruler over the men of Shechem. He was basically the mayor of Shechem. So we know that Abimelech was actually ruler over more than just Shechem. He was ruler over all of Israel at this point. And as he goes and he, and he tells what's going on, the other thing that, that we want to notice is that he doesn't just come with a problem. He comes with a solution. He has a suggestion. Zebul's solution is to have Abimelech and his vain and light persons come by night to Shechem and lie in wait in the field. And in the morning when, when the people come out, when Gael comes out, that Abimelech can do whatever he wants to with him. He didn't just come and say, 
Gael, the son of Ebed, is, is, is fortifying the city against you. He said, here's, what, here's how I see we can fix this thing. And this is something that I would like for all of us to remember as we go through this, as, as you go through life, uh, um, when you are dealing with somebody that, ha- that is in authority over you. Uh, if there is a problem, yes, they need to know about the problem, but if you see the ability for a solution, please bring the option for the solution. Because sometimes uh, we as leaders don't necessarily see all of it. And maybe we're, we're so tunnel vision that we're missing an obvious solution. Um, so please, if you've, got a, if you've got a suggestion, bring that suggestion. But also know that there's a possibility that that suggestion might be ignored. Uh, here, Abimelech liked the suggestion. He agreed with it. He did exactly as Zebul had said. And, and things worked out for Abimelech in the beginning. But... Sometimes there are other things that are in play that we just don't know, that other people don't know about. So uh, don't be offended if your suggestion is is not accepted, but also bring the suggestion so that we can all be involved, so that we can all be going in the same direction. But then war begins. <clears throat> and Abimelech, he does, as Zebul had suggested, he comes down and he hides in the fields and Gale comes out as he does in the morning and he's stretching and thinking that he is... Uh, doing such a great thing, uh, watching the sun come up, and he begins to see shadows moving on the mountains. And, and Zebul is right there with him, keeping an eye on him. And, and at daybreak, the tide is turned. Uh, as, as Gael looks out and, and he sees the, the different companies coming to attack him, um, Gael begins to get a little nervous. He, 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 Zebul even tells him that he's seeing things uh, until he realizes that, no, this is Abimelech. Abimelech has done what I've, what I've asked him to do. And, and Zebul kind of chides him. And he says, where is now thy mouth? Where is... It's time to put your money where your mouth is. It's time to walk the talk. So, uh, Abimelech and goes out and he fights against Gale, but and he defeats Gale and Gale begins to flee. But Abimelech doesn't stop there. Abimelech doesn't just stop with, and this is this is why Abimelech is such an evil evil man among other things. But he doesn't just stop with uh, the men that were rising up against him. It tells us that he goes and he he destroys all the men of the Tower of Shechem that that they've. He burns the city and destroys it and sows it with salt. And then as the, the thousand men and women run into the, the house of their god, Baal Beareth, uh, they go and, and Abimelech burns it to the ground with them in it alive. For me, this tells me that, that because, again, it specified where they went. It gave Beareth by name. And we know that Baal Beareth was a false god that the men of Shechem were serving. It's a picture for us of where we turn when there's trouble. <coughs> there is only one omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent God. That is the creator of all universe. That's the God that gave us this King James Bible. That is the God that, that sent His Son to die on the cross for us. He is the only one that can save us and therefore is the only one that we should ever turn to. Uh, 
these people still believed in their false god even though uh, he had led them down this path and and because if you remember excuse me they took the 70 pieces of silver that that abimelech went and hired his vain and light persons with was out of the house of the god of belbirith that that's who paid for these men that are now destroying the temple of this god this false god so if you're placing your trust in anything else anything other than god the creator you just like the men of shechem face an eternity burning in that temple but abimelech doesn't stop there he continues on he's not just happy destroying Gale. he's not just happy destroying shechem now he's going to move on to thebes thebes at this point we had not heard of the city until now they had nothing to do with what was going on now they had made abimelech ruler over them but they had nothing to do with what was going on they weren't the men of shechem were not the ones that sent abimelech out when he killed uh, jerubbabel and his 70 sons they they are essentially innocent and we're going to understand that as god saves them miraculously through his work but abimelech begins to fight against this city and the men and women they lock themselves in a strong tower and this for us in this story is a picture of god this is where they should go this is the god they should run to they put their whole faith and trust in this tower to protect them and it's the right thing and as Abimelech continues his onslaught, he goes against the door and a woman uh, casts a piece of a millstone out. Now, this wasn't uh, a little rock. You know, the, the, um, I think it's been debunked now, but the myth for a long time was that if you dropped a penny off of the Sears Tower, by the time it hit the ground, it was enough to go through somebody. Uh, it, it would pick up enough speed. And they've, uh, the Mythbusters and several other people have done uh, testing and done the math to figure out that it would hurt uh, and it would probably do some damage, but it wouldn't embed itself in the concrete. Uh, the copper is far too soft. And this was one of those situations. This was uh, a part of a large stone that they used to grind the feed with. They used to grind the corn and the wheat uh, to make their, their flour and their bread. And she cast it out the window. And I want you to see and understand that the only thing in all of this that Abimelech was worried about as he's dying is that it wasn't recorded for all history that he was killed by a woman. This shows you a little bit of the character and, and the thought process of Abimelech. But God saved these people. They placed their faith and trust in the right situation, in the, in the right place and the right god and god saved them he stepped down and, and he brought them up but also as you understand that it wasn't a trained soldier that killed abimelech it, it wasn't even uh, a well-armed man that fought against abimelech and killed him that stopped this onslaught it was a woman who in this time period would have been uh, someone who was completely unprepared Someone who, who should not have ever been on a battlefield. Someone who was unskilled. Someone that no one would ever pick to go to war. It was the weak and the lowly that God used. And we've seen this already in the book of Judges as, as we know that... Uh, 
with, um, oh my word, Barak, I'm sorry. As Barak was was judge, as Deborah was judge over Israel and Barak was going out that, that uh, I can't remember right now the man that, that they were fighting against. Anyway, uh, Jael, Naomi's middle name is Jael. Jael, the the young lady is, is the, the general fled into the tent and he's trying to hide from the, the army that's pursuing. She gives him milk and he falls asleep and she drives the, the tent stake through his head. We're going to see it again uh, as we continue on in First Samuel as or Second Samuel as Saul is is fighting against the Philistines that that God is going to use a little shepherd boy named David to kill Goliath. Now David had received some education and some training as he fought a bear and a lion and and he'd served his father well, but but all of these were people that were looked down upon that were not seen as worthy to bear that cross that they, they were not seen as worthy to pick that battle and understand for us today as, as we uh, live our lives and work for god that none of us are ever prepared for what god has called us to god doesn't call us to do things that we are capable of doing because if he did then we would be doing it in our own power God calls us to do things that are above and beyond us so that he can work through us. You're seeing a little bit of my stage fright come out today because of my injury and some other things that are going on. I hate public speaking. The first time I ever got up in front of a group to teach as an adult, I forgot my own name. I was 22 years old. Forgot my own name. I'd heard it yelled multiple times a day, every day for most of my life. And I forgot it. I lock up. This is not something that I would have ever chosen for myself. But this is where God has me because God wants to shine through me. And I know I'm not the best speaker. I know I'm not the best soul winner. I know I'm probably not going to be the best pastor. But this is where God has put me and I'm going to give everything I have to it. And that's what we need to remember as we look and we walk through this life that we're going to have strife and we're going to have trouble. We're going to butt heads. I'm going to say some things that uh, y'all aren't going to agree with. And that's okay. Because I'm sure there's some things that y'all believe that I don't agree with. I know there's some things my wife believes that I don't agree with. She, she believes, we were talking about it this morning, she believes that you should fry eggs and pay them. No, it's butter, butter and bacon, bacon grease. That's it. You don't, never mind. Anyway, the point is we can still get along. We can still be married. We can still enjoy a life together. We can still serve together, even though we disagree on, on some things. The one thing that we have to agree on is that the Lord Jesus Christ is the God of all, the God of creation. He is our Lord and Savior, and He is the one who we want to serve. And that's really where we've gotten off with Abimelech and, and all the things that he's done is he refused to serve the God of his father, Gideon. He refused to serve the God that, that saved Israel from the, the Midianites and the Amalekites, and and he began to serve Belbereth, and, and Belbereth took him down the wrong path. 
And then the men of Shechem put their faith and trust in the house of Belbereth, and, and they were burned alive. But the men and women of Thebes, Thebes put their their faith and trust in their tower in the God of, of Israel, and God saved them. So this has been very brief this morning, but that's what I want us to focus on as we begin this work that is going to be just the most amazing thing we've ever done for the Lord, but also the hardest. I want us to focus on God and God alone and serving Him with every step so that we can continue and love Him and care for Him and that we can see this community reached. We can see this community changed.